0: Welcome to the Stacking Slabs podcast. Join Brett to get the latest sports cards investment advice, hear from industry experts that are deep in the trenches, and find out when to turn left when the rest of the market is going right. Get eBay ready. Get PayPal ready. Let's be students of the game and stack those slabs. What is up? Welcome back to Stacking Slabs, your hobby content alternative. I'm your host, Brett McGrath. I like sports cards. I like to talk about sports cards. I like to collect. I like to build my collection. I like to share information. I like to do all those things that we do in the hobby. I treat it as my escape. I get away from the madness. And sometimes I record a podcast twice a week. You listen. You come here. Hopefully you're getting educated or entertained, one of the two or the other. Maybe both. I do appreciate you stopping by. All right, now, I'm recording this one in advance because you know why? I'm a fan of consistency. The Stacking Slabs podcast has been dropping episodes every Wednesday and Friday, and we're not missing. We're consistent over here. We're consistent content creators. I've got this whole team around me, the whole support system. They all tell me, you got to do it. You got to keep them going. I appreciate that support system. I am recording this in advance because I'm going to be out. I'm going to be in the middle of nowhere, and I'm not going to be able to talk sports cards in this type of format. I'll be available via the DMs, but not on the audio format. So I felt compelled. And as I was thinking about this, it's been a wild preparation of being out. I think it's really difficult what I'm learning when you're busy, professional, to close up shop and be out for a week, and especially to traveling with a little one, driving, man, been kind of stressful this week. So I'm excited to get away. So hopefully while I'm away, you're going to enjoy this conversation. I think what I want to talk about here is a topic that I think just minimal formatting for me, kind of off the cuff. I didn't really have time to prepare, but there was a topic that I th- I've been thinking about for some time and I figured, you know what? I could probably go off the cuff on this topic and just spend some time, and I don't know how long this is going to take. I've got a little bit of time here before the train leaves Indianapolis, but I want to explore the topic of why we collect, and I've been thinking about this a lot, and I've been thinking about my own personal use case. So what I'm going to do in this episode, I'm just going to riff, I'm going to talk about why we collect, and I'm going to give some personal examples. I think before I jump into that, might as well get all the plugs out of the way. Follow, subscribe, whatever they're telling you to do. And if it's got Stacking Slabs logo on it, do those things. You know, most importantly, tell a damn friend that you're enjoying the Stacking Slabs podcast. And how about this? I've never, it's been a long time. Why don't you write a review? Go to the Spotify's and the Apple's and hit the five stars, smash that five stars and write your review. Tell me how I'm doing. Would love that. Um, But I wanted to say before I get into this and my thoughts and organizing myself, I'm just sitting here trying to organize myself. But I want to say this. I think we are very ambitious people as collectors and we are always on the go. We're always on the hunt. We're always trying to satisfy the edge. One thing that I want to make sure we're all doing, because I did this recently and it was great, it felt great. I felt satisfied. Is spend time appreciating the collection that you have built. Okay. It's always on to the next one mentality. I'm guilty of it too. Spend time appreciating what you've built in the collection that you have. Block off some time, take out the case, get the cards out, put them on the floor like you're a freaking kid and look at your cards. I promise you, if you go through this, it'll trigger excitement. It'll trigger those memories of you buying those cards. It'll remind you why you're collecting what you're collecting. And if those cards don't elicit a strong emotion from you, it might be time to move on. So do that. I think that is always a good process to go through on a semi-regular basis. And then the other piece of feedback, because I've been thinking about this a lot and I haven't said it in a while. My favorite quote, especially related to the hobby, comparison is the thief of joy. Build a collection for you. Don't build a collection for other people. Who cares what your neighbor is doing in the hobby? Who cares what the cards they're getting? Who cares if they're buying big cards and it might be outside your price range? adapt and figure out ways that you can spend time buying cards in the hobby and building collect your collection in a way that is significant to you personally and I'm going to talk a little bit more of that because that's a topic I want to riff on but those are things I'm thinking a lot about up front so let's just dive in okay the question and I'm gonna see how I do here is why we collect so I think you know I mentioned this but when when this goes live I'll be in the middle of nowhere in Minnesota I need it Um, this past year has been absolutely amazing for me, but is as as amazing as being a first time dad, certainly been just as exhausting. We're in the mode where vacations have moved to trips. And so that's a a big shift, right? Where, um, you're only really going on vacation when you're, uh, kind of not, don't have a bunch of responsibilities. And even though we're traveling, there's still going to be a responsibility and a big one and it's going to be with me for the rest of my life. And that's being a parent which I love. I think there's a lot of busy professionals out there. I'm one. I think there's a lot of busy pros out there that listen to this show. I think there's a a lot of parents out there that listen to this show. And I'm here to say the grind is real, but we just got to take what we can get. So I'm going to enjoy this this trip. And I wanted to record this episode in advance. It's kind of like the Undertaker streak at WrestleMania, I guess. I think I haven't missed a week since I started, and I hope this show is just as important to you as it is important to me. It's been really kind of my sidecar to my escape. I think when we think about the hobby and we think about this umbrella which we operate, and it's huge, it's vast. There's so many different segments, and there's so many different layers, and there's so many different levels. And there's so many different flavors. And I think it's just like ice cream, right? There's some flavors we like and some flavors we don't. I mean, chocolate chip cookie dough all day long. Like, uh, man, I, don't go to the store and buy your favorite ice cream because you know what's going to happen to that ice cream? It's going to be gone quickly. I, <laughs> I, I try to avoid the aisle, but I had to go in the frozen section this past week and The chocolate chip cookie dough, Ben and Jerry's staring at me in the face. And I said, I'm going to do this thing. And then of course, what did I do? I got some cookies and put it in there with the ice cream, man. That's the flavor I like. That's like collecting to me in the hobby. Some of these flavors, not a big mint chocolate chip, that gimmicked ice cream. I know a lot of you out there like the mint chocolate chip never really was for me. There's something about mint ice cream that I just, I'm not 100 on, um, but i think just the hobby in general it's a, it's a blend of all the things that that take place that keep the industry that we view as our escape moving and i think we got to just take that into consideration i think a few weeks back from now there's going to be the biggest or a few weeks from now there's going to be the biggest hobby event that gets put on every year and that's the national and if Um, you listen to the episode with Kevin Randall, the captain 37, um, he'll be set up at the national, go check him out. Um, but there'll be a lot of people like Kevin set up at the national. There'll be a lot of people coming in town and, um, pumping, uh, money into this industry. And that's great. I think when you look at the national, I was there last year. There's a lot of different stuff going on. There's people like me who are walking around. Who have made connections in advance and are, who are buying cards or searching? There's the breaking going on. There's the flipping. There's all content. There's uh, industry leaders. There's panels. There's all this stuff. It's all good stuff. It might not all be for you, but in a growing market, you need a bunch of things happening that satisfy different audience members. And the more things that happen, the more types of people come in. And at the end of the day, like, that's good for the hobby now it's not on us to want to associate with each of those pieces and segments like we got some lone wolves out there people who don't talk to anybody we got people who want to just be a part of the collecting community we got people who are into breaks we got people who are investors um, i think we're all investors i think i'm not sure like is the main, like the mainstream investor thing is that still going on is that still a thing i just saw i saw i think lameen put this out there but I saw DeAndre Hunter base Prism PSA 9 sell for like a a buck 25. So um, hopefully you weren't uh, buying a bunch of DeAndre Hunter base slabs and hoping for an early retirement because I don't think that's going to happen. But I digress. I think the National is a great hobby or a great experience. I'm sad I can't go um, this year. Um, I'm sure there'll be a plenty of camera crew shooting it. I made some recommendations on things that we can be doing in lieu of being in the hobby. Go listen to that episode a couple of weeks ago. I think there's so much that happens in the hobby on a regular basis. It's really hard to keep track. I think even though it might be a down market, I am probably having as much fun in the hobby as I've ever had before. And that's, because I'm really focusing in on building out the collection and in part of the satisfaction that I, I have in building out my collection is going back to what I recommended at the top of the show. It's like when you spend time with your cards, it helps validate your investment. And if in those moments you feel happiness and you feel satisfied and you're getting something from spending time with your cards and it gives you an idea or it gives you confidence to keep pushing forward on a collection, Like that to me, that's worth the price of admission. It's easy f- for people to get distracted. I've been there, get distracted by the next shiny thing um, that causes an entire community to turn their head. We see these gimmicks pop up. We see these gimmicks fade into the mist. The more time we spend in the hobby and the more experience we get, we start to understand patterns and we start to understand what we don't want to how to how to block out things that we don't want to see and then how to spend more time on things we do want to see. And I think that's really cool. And that's one of my favorite parts of the hobby. So the question that I ask, and the question that I want to explore a little bit here is why do we collect? Okay. I can tell you my story. I have always been, since I was a little kid, a collector of collections. I love to collect things. It doesn't matter what it is, as long as I have some interest in it and it can keep me distracted and I feel like that there's a chase, I'm down with that. I have a highly addictive personality. It's just how I'm wired, it's part of my nature. It's part of the reason why I I don't consume alcohol anymore. Not a good relationship with alcohol and me based on my personality type. There's me getting a little personal uh, at the top, but um, I'm wired in a way to want to continue to find things and build things. And I can't stop thinking about those things. So this starts with turtles, ninja turtles. I was into turtles, wrestling figures. I could, I literally could probably talk for 10 hours and give you stories about wrestling figures and recu- wrestling memorabilia. This isn't a wrestling figure podcast. There's plenty out there. I used to listen to a lot of them when I was deep into the weeds there. Collected sports cards, went away. I collect vinyl, still do that. Came back to wrestling figures, sold my wrestling figure collection. In one fell swoop. And I, when I talk about a wrestling figure collection, I'm talking about an entire room full, okay? <laughs> an entire room full. Uh, but I got addicted to the hobby, man. And I saw I had a kid coming. The room was the baby room. And I didn't have anywhere to do. So to me, I'm, again, like I'm a, I'm an all-in type. It was, okay, time to pull the plug on this. I found a buyer and took the money and Vested it into my sports card collection, and that brings me back into sports cards and why I collect. I love physical assets. I love owning them. I love touching them. I love the ability to come from a meeting, and if I'm having a bad day, open up my case and look at cards. Um, I think there's something important, and I think about that. Like cards and vinyl are really my my areas that I'm collecting in right now. And to me, there's something about. And I know a lot of people use vaults and send their cards away or putting them in safety lock boxes and I understand the benefits of all of those things. I really do like there's a lot of benefits and it's probably to be honest with you a lot of security that goes into that but for for me I, I I love having my cards. I just do It's part of the part of what I love most about the hobby so even like the shift or the the what the mainstream wants to make us think is happening is this shift to digital. And by no means. I know there's plenty of people out there that collect cards and collect digital, but the the digital component isn't for me just because I, I don't have that physical asset. Not saying that it might not be a trend where we're all moving, but for me right now, it's something I don't have interest in because it doesn't align with my collecting philosophy. I love the build. I love the acquisition. I love the mail days. I love the chase. I love all of those things that we go through on a regular basis and that process that we go through to get the cards that we need. And when I say need, I really mean need because we need these cards. We need them to be placed inside our collections in a specific way to satisfy us because if we're not satisfied by having these cards that connect in a specific way, we feel empty. And that emptiness helps us go on a pursuit. And when we're on that pursuit, we're on a mission because when we need something much like someone who's addicted to drugs, who needs that next fix, like we're not going to do anything until, anything to stop us until we go. We're not because we, it's, it gives us intention and it gives us purpose and it satisfies us. And I think if you can relate to that and you're listening right now, you're a collector and you should be proud. There's a lot of other things that we could be mixed up in and consume our time, but we're collecting sports cards. It's innocent. There's some innocence around collecting sports cards. And I think when things that compromise that innocence pop up, that's when we all stand up and shout. And that's what I love about the hobby. I think this is an escape for me. We all live really busy lives. We do. Everyone's busy with stuff, but this escape is real. And yes, I'm going to go on vacation, but I'll tell you this right now, when when I'm not chasing my kid around or I'm not cooking dinner, I'm going to be on my phone probably looking for cards that I'm not typically looking for or have the time to. I think there's that psychology of belonging to a community that is really important. And that's why I love The listeners of the Stacking Slabs podcast. When you slide into my DMs and you tell me that you love the show or something I said elicits a conversation, that's meaningful. And I think being a part of a community of like-minded individuals who are doing a similar but adjacent thing is amazing. I love the connection with the past. I love being able. I talk about Peyton Manning literally every day of my life. Without cards, that wouldn't be happening. And that's special. It allows me to relive and revisit some of the best moments I've ever had. Some of the best moments I've ever had are because of my favorite player of all time. And knowing and meeting people who collect him, it brings me joy that I can't even describe in a podcast. I can't even do it. It also allows connection with the future. And I know prospecting is keeps makes the hobby go around, but I'm not necessarily talking about that in that in this instance, I'm talking about collecting a new player that I never thought I would collect and then learning about that player and growing a new appreciation. And that's what I'm going through with Matt Ryan right now. Will it will it work out? Will Matt Ryan bring, bring a Super Bowl to Indianapolis? That would be great. But I, is it going to fail like what happened with Carson Wentz? It could happen too. But right now, you can't mess with my moment and my moment of learning and infatuation and appreciation and seeing what's happening and connecting that with cards. It's special. And that's what I love about collecting. I think it's the distraction and it helps with life distractions. And there's the never-ending nature of it. It never stops. And I love that about collecting. There's an opportunity to be unique. And I mentioned this at the top. And there's an opportunity to stand out. And that's why I don't understand when we have this opportunity to collect sports cards, why we compare ourselves to others or why. We try to buy what other people are buying. It should really be about what hits us in the feel spot. It should be about what connects with us emotionally. And that opportunity to be unique and share that perspective and share that collection and tell stories around what you're building is fucking great, man. And I could sit there and listen to any one of you go on in tangents and riffs about players. In any sport, and you talk to me about why you love them and why you're buying their cards, and educate me on the cards. That's the collector content that I'm that I'm dying for. I love making deals. I love winning auctions. I love looking at my cards and lining them up. I love participating in showcases. We've been talking a lot about showcases and telling stories. There's always going to be changes in this hobby. I work in an industry and technology that thrives on change. Sometimes these changes are for us and sometimes they're not. I'm of the mindset now that we need to control what we can control and there's always going to be something there to collect. So if something's happening that you don't like, just block out the noise. I used to get upset when I stopped, people said shit and people did stuff in the space that didn't align with my philosophy. Let me tell you where, this right here. It doesn't matter what the mainstream is telling you or what the mainstream is doing. They have an agenda. You should have an agenda too, and that is to curate and create the best fucking hobby experience of your life. And it should be something that you truly joy that gives you true joy, joy, something that satisfies you and something at the end of the day that you can look at and makes you smile. I love this hobby. I love collecting, and I hope you enjoyed a few moments listening to me. Share why i collect take care of yourself take care of others around you we got an episode i haven't even plugged it yet and yes there will be an episode on friday my man drake's pc drake magruder one of my favorite convos in a while we explore some topics that i think we think about a lot but haven't been discussed you're going to want to listen to this one take care we'll talk to you soon